the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the business savvy singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, and Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. We're so delighted that you're here. Today, I am thrilled to have a longtime friend with me. His name is Tom Potter, and he is a full-time chorister at the Lyric Opera of Chicago. And I think this is such an important conversation because a lot of times we don't think about the chorister jobs. And it's a, a, a wonderful job, it's a full-time job, and it's certainly something that, uh, that singers can uh, learn more about and possibly uh, audition for. So, Tom, how are you today? It's good to have you with us, thank you. I'm very good, thank you. I'm- Enjoying the sunny day. No kidding. Yeah, it's a little chilly, but it's sunny. That's yes. good. Yes. <laughs> Tom is in Chicago, and uh, it's a uh, you know it's a little little cold in Chicago, but but it's a beautiful day. Blue sky, yes. very nice. So, Tom, tell us how you began singing. Uh, what what is your story? Where are you from? Where did you go to college? How did you prepare for this kind of of a chorister career? Well, I was born in Michigan, Adrian, Michigan, and lived there until I was five years old. Um, And then we moved to Indiana, uh, LaGrange, Indiana, another small town. I was in Blissfield in Michigan. Um, But I always sang. Um, When I was a little kid in in Blissfield, my dad made a microphone out of a dowel rod and a tin can, and he punched holes in it and put it on a a stand, and I would stand and sing. so I've always loved music, and I've always loved singing. That's great. And I, my first solo was in first grade. I got to sing Mr. Robin Redbreast. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So and, you know, and so all through school and high school, I I sang, and then I went to DePaul University mm-hmm. and was a voice major there, a performance major. Now this, and, excuse um, me for interrupting you, but this is DePaul, right? Not DePaul. DePaul with a W. Yes, DePaul with a right. W in Indiana. In Indiana, yes. in Greencastle, Indiana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I got my bachelor's there, and uh, then I came back home and um, didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. And after about three months, my dad said, well, where do you want to go? Because you can't stay here. <laughs> great. He said, you can go to Chicago, you can go to New York, where would you want to go? I said, well, let's go to Chicago. It's closer to home. I can always get seven bucks to get on the South Shore train and get home. (laughs) 
that's great. Of course, if I go to New York, yeah. I might be stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. A little bit of a different situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I came to Chicago and um, uh, auditioned for Airflow Deluxe. Okay. Um, and uh, I worked at Carl Fisher's Music Store for 11 years, and I sang with that band then for, I want to say, five or six years. Wow. And um, then I decided that I wanted to do some classical stuff since that's what my degree was in. Mm -hmm. So I auditioned for Symphony Chorus and got in there. That's great. And was there for about five years. And then there was an opening in the chorus at Lyric. And I had some friends call up and said, you should come sing. So I went and sang and I got the second tenor job. That's so. wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> so now I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind just a little bit. You mentioned okay, air, sorry. air that's okay. You mentioned Airflow Deluxe. And I yeah. just wanted to to let our listeners know that I performed with you in Airflow Deluxe and also Andrea Carlson, who we heard from several weeks ago, also performed with Airflow Deluxe. So yeah. It's kind of interesting, you know, that we knew each other years ago and we have all continued in this business as a profession, but done it in a very different way. And that's one of the things that, um, that one of the, the premises and, and goals and objectives of the Business Savvy Singer is to let singers know all of the options that they have as singers. You know, often we don't think of being a chorister as a viable thing to do. It's a great thing to do. It's a full-time job. It's, you know, you're, you're singing the music that you love. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a highly respected thing and a highly coveted thing and a very competitive thing to be able to do. So it's, uh, it's great. So now tell us a little bit more um, about the Lyric Opera Chorus. Um, you auditioned for that, and then you got the role, and then what does the season look like for you? And how many months of the year are you actually working? Okay, <clears throat> when I first started, the chorus was 60 members of full-time members. Mm -hmm. And then that was broken down just depending on the size of the show and how many choristers they needed. You weren't always in every show. Yeah. but. Um, you were in a, a, the bulk of them, and you got paid yes. even if you weren't in the show. Oh, so well, I didn't was, know that. That's yeah, great. Yeah. That's great. So, you know, but um, then we uh, reduced the chorus to 48 full-time choristers. Okay. And then they had 12 supplementary choristers that were called the Chorus Up that would fill in when we had shows that were over 48. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, and then we had supplementary choristers that would fill in when we had over 60. Wow, so, okay. Um, wow. So there, there were different levels of job, yeah. but um, they were all pretty coveted job positions. Yeah, um, no kidding. Positions because of yeah. the work and the, yeah. and, the, and, the, and the pay was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fantastic. So, so how many months would you say, or at okay. that point, how, how many shows were you doing? Okay, uh, when we first started, there were eight, eight shows, and we started rehearsals in April, okay. learning the music, and then we worked like um, three times a week doing rehearsals, mm -hmm. and then uh, we had the month of July off, and then came back in August, and then refined everything mm -hmm. For to the go fall season. to be ready for a show, yeah. performance. Wow. Now, but now, we do just the month of August as music prep. 
Okay. And um, so we worked August through March. Okay. Essentially. That's great. That's great. And then you have a nice break. That then you have just like a, a teacher job almost. Yeah. That's very nice. Very nice. So um, once you auditioned and became accepted to participate in this, were there ever any other ways that you were vetted beyond that? I mean, did you have to audition again or, or how did that work? Yes. Um, every three years we have to audition to um, show them that we've kept our chops up mm -hmm. and um, are able to do the job. Yeah. Um, and then there also are small uh, opportunities for small parts um, that are opened up to the chorus. Oh, that's um, great. Where you get to sing one line or something or, you yeah. know, uh, be a part of a quintet or a core, um, trio or something on yeah. stage. Yeah, that's very so, exciting. Yeah. So you get to be out, you know, not only be out there with the stars when you're in the chorus, but also maybe have some interaction actually with them. Yeah, you know, stay. that's lovely. That is lovely. So tell us what some of your favorite um, operas have been. It's so funny you call them shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You kind of don't think of this as shows, but but that's exactly what it is, of course. Yeah, I know I, 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 I sort of go back and forth from musical theater to opera. <laughs> but, yeah. I guess you would call them performances, yes. and, you know. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's great. But, but, but it is, in essence, a show. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Um, yeah. But my favorites have been The Rake's Progress by Stravinsky. Okay. And we only have done that once. And I wish we would. We were supposed to do it again this year, but yeah. because of COVID, yes. it, the whole season got canceled. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to doing yeah. that again. Yeah. Um, at La Boheme, of course. Of course. Uh, Puccini. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, Tosca. Wonderful. Uh, and Dutch. I mean, um, and if we want to go into the German operas, the Meister Singer, mm -hmm. Magic Flute. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, they all have something special. Oh, yeah. There are some that um, I love Carmen, but it's very long. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> then know, the and, Wagner, the Wagner uh, ring. The, oh, my God. Take your lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. you're out there standing for, you know, 45 minutes and not doing anything, but you have to be interested. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and look interested. That is right. that is really yeah. That's really great. Wow, but, really fun, really fun. So, in any of those, have you had an opportunity to do like a one line or you know solo yeah. kind of thing? Um, Billy Bud, I was I actually got to play a um, Arthur Jones, and I had a little scene with Sam Raimi, and he threw me on the ground, and, wow. and I got. <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah and then in Sweeney Todd I was one of the three tenors that sang about Sweeney Todd and wow. I don't can't remember what part of the opera it was but there wow. was a video of us That's three tenors wonderful. that sang yeah but it's uh, it's been fun I'm know? sure that it has and I often see pictures on Facebook of you in costume and makeup and and so forth and it's just it's very exciting and it's so wonderful that you've made a career of it that is fantastic yeah, I, it's it's I, I, I go back home and see my friends from high school, and I said, "You're doing something you love to do, yeah, and making money at and it, making you know, money and, at it, yeah. That is fantastic. So, wow, wow. Well, good for you. That's very, um, it's very exciting, and I'm so glad that people have a chance to hear from you because you don't often hear from people who are choristers. 
you know. Right. Like, you know. Now, are you doing, have you been doing any church things in addition? Have you been doing any, you know, uh, church chorister work along with this? Well, for 21 years, I was a soloist at uh, 17th Church Christ Scientist downtown okay. in, uh, in Chicago. Okay. Um, that's at the corner of Wabash and, oh, yeah. and Wacker. That's that um, beautiful, that, that like the, yeah, the huge yeah, It looked like or... a big spaceship. Yes, <laughs> yes, wonderful. But, uh, I, I was there for 21 years, and um, then I left, and then I sang at the Science Church in Park Ridge okay. and also up in Evanston wonderful. At, um, for, you know, Sundays and stuff. Wonderful. So, um, yeah, so it gives you an opportunity to do other kinds of things as well. Yeah. Right, right. And I liked the science job because it was a, it was a solo job. Yeah. You know, you sang a solo and then you led three hymns. And nice. so it was, it was all you and I didn't have to worry about getting yeah. sick with other people. Or <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. So you have really, you know, really made a career of singing. I think that is just so incredible. People think of, you know, if you're a singer that you sh you've got to be out doing this, you've got to be doing that, or they have a very... Um, oftentimes a very narrow idea of what having a professional career as a singer means and there are just so many so many ways to have a professional career and I think it's just I think it's wonderfully exciting now you were telling me that you had gone back to your town and spoken with some students or something in your hometown oh, yeah I went back to to to, uh, to, um, oh, to, to school mm -hmm. and uh, we did a we had a group called the Collegians. It was like a swing choir mm -hmm. that was student run. Mm -hmm. And they had a reunion and we performed. And uh, afterwards, the one of the professors came up to a, a young lady in the, in the group and asked her if she would come back and speak to the school, to the students about being in a Broadway show because she had done a, a Broadway show in mm -hmm. New York. And, and she said, sure. But she said, you should ask Tom Potter to come back, too, because he's a, a chorister at Lyric Opera. And he said, oh, but that's just a chorus job. We want people to aspire to something more. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I said, and I went up to him after <laughs> she told me that. And I said, hey, it's a full-time job. Yeah. It's benefits. Yeah. It's insurance. And I said, and, and a salary. Yeah. And I said, I probably do better than a lot of people yeah. that have graduated from here yeah that's right that's right <laughs> i mean and that's something for people to you know to be aware of you know it's it's a it's a wonderful thing i mean you know i have series tickets to the lyric opera and boy i tell you the chorus is such an integral part of what goes on there you know it, it couldn't happen without the chorus you know, right. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, it's really something for people to, you know, to consider and think about if they live in a city where uh, opera is as it is in Chicago. I mean, the opera is just fantastic right. in Chicago. Well, and even, even smaller towns that have operas have course opportunities. They might not have the, the, um, yeah. the stability of a job. Yeah. Uh, but it, there's still opportunity to sing and yeah. and be part of staging and yeah. you know uh, yeah all the things a little that we, money yeah and all the things that we love <laughs> you can be a right. part of all of that stuff yeah that is fantastic so now how many years have you been with the with the uh, lyric this class? would have been my 29th year wow wow, wow so wow. um yeah and of course everything was canceled due to COVID. everything was canceled yeah. so I, I guess it doesn't count towards my seniority but you don't so, think so it might they might i know yeah yeah i was still contracted yes absolutely 
Absolutely. You know, I mean, it was, you know, it was a force majeure or whatever they call right. it. It wasn't your fault. So you'll then go back in the fall. You, you intend to continue. Yes, I hope so. I yeah. mean, there's yeah. still a possibility. Yeah. They're not sure what's going to happen and what kind of season yeah. we'll have. Yeah. Um, this has been such a weird... With all this going on. Yeah. It's been such a weird time for just all of us as performers and the venues where we perform and you know it's just unbelievable it's like who would ever have thought in a million years right that the lyric but, opera would be shut down that broadway would be shut down who would ever have thought that you know it's just a weird yeah, time just, and, and all those symphony orchestras and stuff yes. that, you know yeah uh, it's just wow I, I will say on this off this off season we've done a lot of little volunteer things um for nursing homes and done oh, Zoom concerts. Um, nice. It's all basically solos, you know, but yeah. we have entertained and tried to keep ourselves uh, yeah. singing and motivated yeah. to perform for for uh, senior citizens and That's stuff. That's lovely. So that is lovely. Yeah. That, you know, that makes a difference. I mean, they, they need the uplifting and then you need the uplifting too. You know, we right. all need, you know, to, to feel like, you know, hope for the future that things will return and and when they do return we will still be able to sing that we will yes. have been practicing and singing through this time yeah it's no, wonderful so now what advice would you give to a young person perhaps in college um just regarding uh being a performer in general what advice would you give be true to yourself Okay. Do do what you love to do, mm-hmm. and don't compromise yourself for. <laughs> That's great. Um, That's your great. art, you know. Did, That's you, great. I don't know. Yeah. And I that just uh, follow your heart and 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 sing your guts out. You know. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Now, what advice would you give to someone who might want to be? a chorister it, for a symphony or an opera company or something like that? I mean, are there particular things that you need to do or repertoire that you need to know? Or I mean, when um, you go into audition, what do you do? Um, uh, as far as repertoire, those groups will want you to have an aria or two mm-hmm. um, in contrasting languages. So a lot of times they say you can do one in, in a foreign language and one can be in English. Mm-hmm. Um, or um, like with symphony chorus, when I auditioned, you could do art songs, oh, um, okay. so French art songs and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just wanted to make sure that you could carry a tune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, symphony actually, at, when I joined, you had to take a theory test, but oh, I don't wow. think they do that anymore. Wow. But you had to sit down and analyze a, a section of Elijah. Uh, no the, kidding. Yeah, singers was, listen to that. That's stringent. important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And wow. I said, I thought I was done with that when I was finished. <laughs> Never done with it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. That's yeah. great. So it's but it's, lyric, lyric. You sing. You have to sing two, two or three, two arias or three arias, depending on how the um, conductor wants to, how much he wants to hear of you. Yeah. Um, sometimes you sing two notes, and I say thank you, and then yeah. sometimes they want to hear the whole thing. And yeah. Less yeah. more. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So you were telling me that that there are many people who have uh, been having solo roles in operas that have then come back 
to be in the chorus. So yes. is, is that a real frequent thing? Um, it has been lately. Mm -hmm. uh, I think because the chorus job at the Met and at the Lyric um, out in San Francisco and L.A. Um, have proven to be a steady mm -hmm. job. Yeah. Um, like I said, with benefits, and it was a yeah. salary position, and you had, you knew how many weeks of work you were going to have yeah. each year. Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, and, that's stability. You know, as a soloist, you don't always know. Yeah. Um, unless you're the big star that is booked for right. years and years. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or yeah. seasons and seasons, yeah. I should say. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, it, it's a nice, if you want to have a job where you can settle down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great. And, yeah, that's great. So now, so so I asked you, what what advice would you give to singers who are um, maybe wanting to do this type of work? You know, aside from the you know the, the repertoire that they'd have to sing, is there any other advice that you might give? Um, uh, <laughs> dead air. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> We're, you're going to edit this, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just—you have to keep your chops up. Yeah. You have to—you can't take it for granted yeah. that you're going to be the best that you can be without practicing yes. and continuing some kind of study or coaching with somebody. Okay, um, that's good advice. I, you know, uh, you can get uh, complacent. Uh, yeah thinking, oh, I got this gig, I don't have to worry about anything for three years until I have to audition again. Yeah. But you really have to keep yourself going. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That, that's, that's very good advice. And I, I know that that's true in any area of singing, but particularly in this area, because it's so precise and so competitive. Yes, you know, everybody wants... Yeah. There's a lot of hungry people... Yeah, that are <laughs> that, looking for this work, I'm sure. I am sure. Well, that's great. That's great. Well, I'm so excited to have had this opportunity to, to talk with you because it's just something you don't, you know, I knew that you'd been doing this all along, but I really didn't know very much about it. You know, I didn't right. know, you know, and I think most people don't, you know, it's, it's kind of something. It's, you know, people think that all your chorus, you just stand on the stage in a group and move and, but yeah. they actually, you get to be a part of the show and, yeah. and, uh, you, you get to move furniture and, and, and sing and, yeah. and, you know, have a chance to act a little bit, you know. Yes, um, and, and interact with the greats. I mean, what a, yes. you know, that's just fabulous. You were talking about Samuel Ramey. It's like, oh, my gosh, a <laughs> yeah. legend, an absolute legend. Yeah. And he got and to throw I, you on the I floor. I performed with Pavarotti and, and Domingo and wow. Morella Franey. I mean, wow. that, and, and, you know, they're all real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're not snobby or, you know, they're, they're fun to work with. You know? That's great. That's great. What a, you know, you should write a book or something about some of oh. the people that you, no kidding. I mean, this is, you know, it's kind of a fascinating area that people do not know much about. And it's a real thing. And you've been doing it for like 30 years. You know, I mean, that is just, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I've enjoyed it. I mean, I'm sure. Been, I'm sure that you it's have. been really wonderful. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, Tom, it has been so lovely talking with you. Thank you so much 
for visiting with us today on the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I am absolutely thrilled and I hope that that your experience uh, will help some of the singers listening to the podcast. It's a it's a great opportunity to be able to to be a chorister. Well, yes, thank you. Thank yes. you for having me Absolutely. and thank you for letting me share. Absolutely. With them, My with pleasure. You and them. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Tom. Take care. Sure. Have a great day. Thank and, you too. and happy new year. Hopefully things will get better yes. next year. <laughs> happy new year to you too. Thank you. Okay. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.